Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'd like to welcome a guest about a topic that I have been following and wondering about, and that is... What happens when companies demand that workers come back to the office? And joining me now is the CEO of uh, TalentTrust.com. She is a workplace guru, Kathleen Quinn Votaw. Welcome to the show, Kathleen. Hey, thanks for having me, Mandy. I'm excited to be here. Well, this is a topic that I have been wondering about following, trying to kind of put my finger on the pulse. But now, in irony of all ironies, even Zoom is demanding that workers come back to the office two days a week. What kind of impact is this having on the workforce? Well, you know, I wonder if Zoom asked their employees what they wanted first. And, you know, even Google or are the other companies who are demanding people to come back to work. You know, I really feel like we made a big shift in how people work after and during the pandemic. And the genie's not going back into the bottle. We are, people want flexibility and trust more than anything. So we also have a supply and demand issue. We have more jobs than we do people to fulfill them. So if you as an employer decide to put your foot down and demand that people come back to the office, guess what? They're going to go find another employer who provides them more flexibility. Now, let me ask this question, because this is we're kind of the leading edge of this right now, as more companies are starting to demand people come back to the workforce. Are we going to hit a, a place where more people quit than there are remote jobs available? Yeah, we could. And, and with their more, their, the quit rate, there's a, uh, the quit rate is rising at a higher rate than it ever has. Because employees, our workforce that serves our customers, they know they're in the driver's seat right now. So they, they are really focused on what they need to be, to live a better life. So remember what happened in 2020. You know, they, they basically, we all shut down. We furloughed people. We let people go. And it was chaotic and catastrophic, right? Right, right. And, but when people were put into that position, normal Americans work in jobs. I'm not talking about the executive suite. People making fifty, sixty thousand dollars an hour, they started to do the math. Like, should I actually you know, should I actually continue to work or could I work differently to have a better life for my family? It's all about providing options for the family that I want to build and serve. It's not about the employer. The employer needs to understand to the employee, they're probably number two or number three on the priority list. Because if you make me choose between my employer or my family, who am I going to choose? Well, and Kathleen, you just struck on something that I think is really important. And I think that a lot of people in the C-suite don't realize this. People experienced a completely different experience when it comes to work-life balance. 
they Absolutely. for the first time they said wait a minute i i can do my work and i can get it done and i can still be at home and i can be present for my kids and not have an hour commute one way uh, that to me seems to be being underestimated in terms of the quality of life that was was granted when we were all working from home i i've been back in the office now for a year and I'll be perfectly honest, like I, I enjoy seeing my coworkers, but if I could work from home for the rest of my life, I would. Um, yeah. I've been really clear about that. I, I feel like I'm, my quality of life is diminished because of my drive here. Um, right. so, so how do we as workers, how do worker bees impart the importance of that to the, the, you know, the corner office or, or how can you even begin to have that conversation with someone if you're a happy, comfortable remote worker and maybe you start to hear rumblings that your company is about to make demands that you come back to the office? Well, I think you, you hit a, you hit a nerve for me too. I think you, it's, it's important that the executive suite and the leaders, the VPs and the directors start saying, you know what? It's good for me, too. It's not the millennials and Gen Zs that want this flexibility. I do, too. And by the way, I'm an Xer. And by the way, I'm a top producer. When you can start speaking out that we want more flexibility, not less flexibility. And happy employees serve your customers. So this is actually a revenue generation situation. When your employees have a better experience, Mandy, so do your customers. And when your customers have a better experience, you make more money. It's astounding to me that people are short-sighted about this, and they're just making decisions based on the way we used to work and what I want and prefer as a leader. Well, guess what? It's not always about you. It's about them and you. It's about the we. How, why can't we come together just a little bit more and figure out how do we navigate this new hybrid environment to the best interest of everyone, the customer, the employer, and the employee versus us against them mentality. Well, That's what I don't understand. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I, for me, I'm just going to give you my observations. We have um, kind of a hybrid thing going on here at iHeart. So there are some days you have to be in the office, I don't know, three days a week or whatever. But there doesn't seem to be any consistency for most days. And I'm not knocking iHeart. I think everybody's trying to muddle through this together, right? We're all trying yeah. to blaze a new trail. But I feel like if you're going to have people come back in the office, there should be a reason other than I want to see you at your desk. You know, there should exactly. be a specific thing that happens when everyone's in the office. Like those are the days for collaboration. Those are the days for team building. Those are the days for those meetings that require everybody to be on the you know same page at the same time, paying attention. Um, so, but I, I think that companies are stumbling on this. So is this kind of what you help companies deal with? This is what we help people deal with because there's this, there's this, um, tension in the workforce right now. Um, and some of your employees, even your best people won't speak up about it because they know you as an employer have a bias. Let me tell you a story about somebody in Tampa who went back to his office after he was at one of my speaking gigs and actually engaged his direct reports and said, you know, Hey, I just heard this speaker, and she, she, she challenged me to ask you why you choose to work for me and why would you leave? The person was an eight-year, tenured person, and she said, oh, my God, I'm actually interviewing to leave you right now. I can't believe you're asking me. And he said, well, why? Oh, my God. And, and she said, you know what? Because you have a bias of work from anywhere. My husband just got relocated to Seattle. So unless he engaged her and opened the dialogue and asked her, 
listen to her about what she needs versus what she wants, he would have lost an eight-year tenured employee. So uh, this is a, this is simple and complex. When we go to work, we tend to over-engineer the work relationship. When we're outside of work, it's kind of easier. You know, we talk to each other, we tell the truth, we're, you know, we're totally transparent. And sometimes when we come to work, we don't tell the boss everything because we think they might retaliate. Right. And we don't want to be in that situation. And you're absolutely correct, Mandy. We are all going through this hybrid hustle together. And so some people might want to go to the office, and they might thrive in that situation. Some people might not want to go back to the office. And how can we meet in the middle? It's not all or nothing. It's somewhere up the middle, but it certainly isn't mandates because that didn't work very well either, did it, Mandy? No, no, no. And and you know, I, the frustrating thing for me to watch, Kathleen, is that there there seems to be. Um, a certain sector and, and the financial services sector is going all in on this where they are just being relentless and saying, essentially, if you want to work for us, we believe that being in the office is the best place for you to be. And yet there are other people who I think just want people back in the office so they can see the people that they get to boss around. And I know that sounds really insulting, but I think there's some of that. And is that just a clinging to the old way of doing business and not being able to see that it's not necessarily going to serve them and get them the best people going forward? Oh, absolutely. You know what? It's a basic trust phenomenon. So if you as a leader need to see people to ensure that they're doing work, it means you don't trust them. And guess what? The employees don't trust you either. It's basic trust. So we have to trust that our people are doing what they say they're going to do. But we also as leaders have to inspect what we expect. You've heard that phrase, right? We're probably similar generations. You know, we have to also train people. Our hiring managers, our leaders, this is new to them too. And I think that's a real big gap, Mandy, because we've expected the managers to move into this new situation where they're managing people from a hybrid situation. Some are on-site, some are off-site. Then there's some industries like construction, manufacturing. You've got, you can't build a Tesla from your kitchen table. I'm sorry, you just can't do it. Right. And, but how do we manage differently now? What are the guidelines? How much do we have to inspect? Sometimes when you have remote workers, you have to inspect more. It doesn't mean you're, you know, you're all over your people, but you have to have some systems and processes to know that the productivity is there, the work's getting done, the customers are being well served, so you can grow your revenue. That's reasonable. You matter too, by the way. Any employer listening to this, you're part of the equation. Right. But when you put that, when you lay down the gauntlet, that doesn't feel good to anybody. Well, it seems to me, and I've always said, look, set those productivity goals. Like, let's be real about what needs to happen. And if someone is working from home and meeting all of those productivity goals, leave them alone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> leave them alone. I think part of the problem is that maybe some of those goals are not as clear or maybe they are unrealistic. Um, and, and that's something that needs to be evaluated going forward. So Kathleen, this is great information. I'd love to have you on the show again. I know you're here local in Denver. Um, but great information as we, as we do, we're navigating this very difficult time trying to figure out what work is going to look like going forward. And I think the more rigid 
the workplace is, the less successful they are going to be in the long run. I 100% agree with you. Thanks for having me, and I will join you anytime. All right, that's Kathleen Quinn Vota from TalentTrust.com. Kathleen, thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.